Welcome, everybody, to the album Crawl. This is your host, Paul Johnson, and I am here with my brother and co-host. James Johnson. Thank you very much, James. You and are today, welcome. we are reviewing... You are most welcome, brother bot. Our first lead singer, female artist, Gwen Stefani, uh, and No Doubt. So, Wait, is it our first female singer? No, no, we did Aretha. Oh, you know what? But yeah, she's I, not the lead singer of a band. She's just a singer. A yeah, bit. so there you go. If we get hey. into the technicalities, maybe that was still accurate. <laughs> so we'll roll with that. <laughs> so first it's our, white it's, singer. Yeah, definitely, and not our first ska ska influence band from the nineties. Oh yes. So if you if you hints if you if you hinting that we're getting a little biased, well, we're not going to argue with you. The album is Tragic Kingdom, and if this is your first time listening to the album Crawl, what we do is pick an album every week or every other week and crawl through it song by song. And we're talking, kind of tearing the part, tearing the song apart, talk about where it fits in the album, why they put that song in there, what that song's about, some of the music production uh, behind it, and really anything that that piques our interest about the band and about that song. Right. So, no, Tragic Kingdom. Tragic, yeah. We're 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 not a we're not the Brian May of uh, podcast introductions. We're not gonna give it to you the same every time. We like to get a little, you know, confuse ourselves oh, a little bit in the process. It makes I'm it like, more oh, fun. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> J- I don't know what you're J- doing. <laughs> Jay might tell you something different. <laughs> this is the album Crow, where we're vibing out, having fun, and listening to music. <laughs> hey man, come in, hang out. We're not getting detail specific at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to agree to a disagree, but let's without further ado, Tragic Kingdom. No doubt. 1995. I was two years old. You were one years old. Uh, fill me in, Jay. What do you think after listening to this album? Going into this album, I knew the lead singles. I probably had listened to this album maybe once or twice. I believe our stepdad was like, oh, yeah, that's like an, an album to listen to. And I remember mm-hmm. it not really like sticking with me all that much. But I knew Spiderwebs. I knew just a girl. I knew Sunday morning. And I knew, obviously, the really big one, Don't Speak. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, all right. And I, I open it up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no doubt. Cool band, Gwen Stefani, of course. Hollaback yep. Girl, Ska, which I was in a, a pretty big Ska phase back in middle and high, early high school. So, yeah, yep, that's yep, cool. Yep. Um, and so I, I was going to say every white guy has a Ska phase at some point, course. but that's not that's not really the case. But it's a lot of it's a lot of white guys that have a Ska phase. Sure, especially in our age demographic, maybe tending to older. Um, yep. And... And uh, then I open up the album and I go, really? It's a fucking hour? This is an hour long? <laughs> no Doubt was like, no, yep. no, it needs to be a full hour. And that made this look like, a, 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 pardon you know, my reference here, but a hill to climb. 
Uh, I was like, <laughs> no doubt is not a bit like I would, I would be baffled if they made it like past 45. I thought you were going to be like a 30, 45 minute kind of band, but no, they were yeah, like, you're, you're, yeah. You're, so you're thinking this was a, you're thinking this was more of a pop band and they're going to be popping up three minute songs. Yeah. And I was incorrect in that. Um, and, and, and that being said, uh, you know, a lot of it surprised me in really cool ways. Some of it surprised me and, uh, really bad ways but that's cool and I, I think that this is a band that knew what they were and knew what their strengths were but also like to experiment and like play around with their sound a lot and it, and it doesn't come off as like they're trying on different looks I feel like they fully integrate different sounds into what No Doubt is and I think it really pays off in the whole product in the whole album yeah 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 they 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 have that they definitely they definitely have a hold of that style of music that was popular during that time period, which is that ska, ska reggae influenced music. Yeah, yeah. No, like Slash like, rock. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't necessarily even label them a, a ska band, but like they have, they just, they they integrate ska, reggae, alt rock, and a little ballady kind of things and, and kind of intertwine them and make a new thing. Like I don't know another band that I would lump in with no doubt. Besides the obvious, like '90s contextually, yeah. Like, right off the like, bat, I think Sublime sounds a bit like No Doubt. Ah, oh, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good bet because they're also very ska and reggae influenced while being more alt rock. Mm-hmm. So fine. Yeah. They still got the electric guitar. <laughs> yes, no, I didn't. This it, it didn't even occur to me until until uh, until you just said that. I see. Sublime didn't yeah, come yeah. up once. So because Sublime's way more like cool, whereas No Doubt's not very cool. They're much more like. Um, I, don't I would know. say no doubt's a little cheesy. Yeah, a little I mean, cheesy. I don't think they're afraid to be a little. I don't think they're afraid to be a little lame. No, no, no. Yeah, not at all. Much like, like Smash Mouth takes that to the extreme, but no doubt yeah, yeah, in yeah, a much yeah. cooler way. But yeah, they're not afraid yeah. to play and it, it a and little it, much. And it makes sense. So, so they're from Anaheim, California. How perfect! And I'm guessing you got the the Tragic Kingdom, Magic yeah, Kingdom I reference. So I that's, mean, how do you not after listening to the last? Yeah, song? <laughs> the title track on here and the last song <laughs> of the album is really, uh, it's really something. Hamfisted, um, we'll say. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> we'll not. It. It's it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a not show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to wait for and see for that one. Um. So this Anaheim, they recorded, they they took a long time to record this album. It took like two years. And they recorded in like 10 plus different studios. So they were just around all over the place making this album at the time. And it's their third album. I'm not sure if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. And I was like, I was baffled. Did you, did you see then, their first album cover? No, 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 no. I have not. Oh, should good I, Lord. Should I, should I go look? or? Is yeah, that... take take a, take a look at their first album cover to give you an idea from where they started. Go at. I, um, yeah, I know. So, I, so I, for I, everybody, for everybody, Jay's looking it up now, but I'll, I'll, I'll kind of describe it to, you know, listener here. Um, basically, it's just no doubt, like shoddily written, like Microsoft Word with like a single color background it's like Red. really 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 bad like i i could draw it in my sleep like it's really really bad and i'm not a good uh, it's that uh, same designer. typography that was in the pulp fiction ripoff movie go uh, if you look up the 
the I, I from my memory if you look at the theatrical poster for go it's that same shitty 90s like oval with the big letters and you're like god why didn't anyone think that this was a thing yeah so so that's where that's where they were just a couple of years prior to this really the band was formed and I, I i i didn't take i didn't take detailed notes on this so it's i think it's 1987 so they're basically around for almost 10 years before this album comes out but there a lot of things happen uh towards the towards this album coming out that are really important which you know signify why this album was important and why it was a hit for them uh their second album had kind of some hits i think it, i think it sold 100,000 records which isn't ter- you know it's something they made some money off of it which is which is good um so they had they had something rolling into this um and obviously it's not like they were nothing a lot of people will say oh no doubt was nothing uh, before they made this album but i mean they're they're signed to, i think it was interscope records so like how nothing can you be if you're signed to interscope records <laughs> um they're also saying yeah so but anyway the big thing that happened for this album was eric stefani which is gwen stefani's brother was the primary songwriter and the keyboardist keyboard player for both albums prior for this this was his last album with the band and he played all the keyboards on this one but this was the first album where gwen actually wrote the lyrics so this is this is gwen stefani's breakthrough album she sang on the previous two albums, but she didn't write the lyrics. That's so that's so why. The, if you want to go back and listen, we, you know, you're yeah, gonna catch you the difference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, was it it was the lyrics that set this apart from the other albums? I I I think I I, I would I would I don't think I would have too much problem attributing it to like if you're reading if you're singing someone else's lyrics, that's the definition of inauthentic vocals. Oh, if you're singing your own lyrics okay. i think this is a gwen stefani album now and mm. you know I, the album cover just screams that like <laughs> the album cover doesn't so, exactly like, feature the whole band <laughs> i mean it technically does it technically does but it doesn't exactly <laughs> uh so it's got gwen stefani in these clown boots with the huge with a, a <laughs> that's not the first thing you notice when you look at the album cover but it's so ridiculous looking like i had to mention it uh, but it's got, got Gwen Stefani in this in this red dress. It's a classic '60s look, red lipstick, looking like Marilyn Marilyn Monroe. She's got some good muscle tone. Gwen yeah, Stefani right? was working I out. I thought about that too. Yeah, I'm like, damn, she's like a little ripped. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's tough. Low key, low key, scary. Yeah, yeah. and like, <laughs> I I think maybe that feeds a bit into their like, they're not. I would I don't want to use the word punk because punk is not the right word. There's but, punk influence in this all over the place. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but they're not punk. I mean, they're not punk. there's punk influence, but they're not punk at all. So, I, but yeah, maybe punk influence, just ratty, you know, yeah. counterculture a bit, a little bit of counterculture, and and doing it, you know, with she's kind of like that. She's got that. She's got that rough chick, bra bra chick moment here, but uh, really not for the rest of her career at all. Um, I think that was. That's pretty much just like spending time with her brother for this. Mm. That's what I'm getting. Her brother's actually featured on the album cover. It was it was controversial. He's in the back. He's the f- guy in the far back because um, he did play the keyboard on this on this whole album. And you know he's he actually went on to il- to illustrate for the Simpsons. So talented dude. Just this wasn't exactly his jam. Wait, so he he didn't write any of the songs, or he just didn't write any of the lyrics. That's didn't, didn't write any of the lyrics. Didn't write okay, any of the lyrics. 
Okay, okay. But like compositionally, do we know where that stands with this band, or is it is it a group effort? Uh, this is this is so I don't have the exact details on that, but Eric Stefani was extremely influential. So I would say that he he was probably the lead on the instrumental section, and that Matthew Wilder, who was the producer, probably had a bit pretty big influence too. Um, that that would be my guess. Gotcha. Yeah. So then this came out and it was a, I mean, it was a massive hit, right? This is a big album. Yeah. This, this was a hit and it taught, it went into the top five of, you know, of pretty much every country in the world's uh, a top, top, you know, billboard 100. Yeah. And uh, yes, it's, uh, it's sold, it's sold to this date. It sold 16 million copies. Hmm to give you an idea of that. Um, but maybe I'll give it a, a, a year in chart. So for actually didn't, um, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say too much here cause I don't want to say something that's wrong. So I'm going to, I'm going to avoid, right, I'm going to avoid giving too much details. It was <laughs> a hit though. It was, it wasn't one of those, it wasn't one of those albums that was a sleeper. It definitely, you know, like, like a normal album for a band that wasn't already big, it took some time to, to roll up and then it became a huge hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were, they were playing on warp tour. They had quite a big, um, quite a big, you know, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they had quite a big pr- uh, promotion that way. Uh, the other thing, so I, I was saying there's a, there's a couple big things that happened before this album. The other thing is that Tony Canal, who's the bassist for No Doubt and still is, oh, right. yeah. they broke up. Gwen Stefani had dated them for a long time, I think at least five years, and they broke up as this album was coming out, as they were writing this album. So uh, we'll get into that, obviously. <laughs> if you have ever heard, don't a, speak. Yeah, that was, a, yeah, that was a tidbit that I didn't know from I had listened to a podcast do this album like couple weeks ago so yeah kind of kind of a crucial bit (laughs) yeah they also talked i remember on that one they also talked about like her look changing like in the first music video wherever the first music video was she was yeah more ratty more like bruh and then like as it goes on and they put her in the 60s like yeah 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 yeah. wait wait, wait, we need to make her hot yeah yeah they got the they got the like if you look at the sunday morning music yeah. video she looks so hot like it's just yeah. ridiculous but if you if you look at just a girl it's like she's got a tank top on she looks like she's beating you up at an hour. yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> like i think that's really what gwen stefani wanted but eventually she just learned to play the game and was like all right well i'm really hot so i just gotta use that yeah. i guess i don't know but but that does bring me back to the album cover because if you look closely in the bottom left of the album cover it says bought and sold out in anaheim california yeah so the so band themselves are saying what, what's your take my take is that it's fucking like that 90s hate like fake commercialism like i feel like that this was like a big thing then to, to make like a, a weird satire joke out of things like that that's the joke of this album cover is that it's like a product and then there's dirty flies on the yeah yeah it's all yeah, rotting yeah. and it's <laughs> fucked up but the thing is about that and the thing that that annoys me with that paired with this, this is not album, true huh? there, well, it's not i don't know i don't know if it's true or not or whatever but like it has nothing to do with the album like there's no satire about commercialism in this album except for maybe kind of the last song yeah 
Definitely, definitely the last song, but nothing else. And the last song is irrelevant to the whole album. A hundred percent. This is this this is like a super intimate album. This should really just be a close up of Gwen Stefani's face, like with a white satin like curtain over it or something like that. I don't want that. It's not that romantic look and feeling of an album, but no. Like, the song, the, the the okay. The lyrics are so. I guess I, you know. Yeah, here yeah, it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. I'm already talking about the lyrics. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, the lyrics. One hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, but but the feel feel for the album with the colors that are used on the on the album cover, I feel are a fit. But but yeah, you're right. The contrast with the blue, yeah, yeah, a hundred like the look of it and the feel of the album cover, a hundred percent match the album. I think like, yeah, it's just that yeah that weird. I just I just do you think it's strange that they called it Tragic Kingdom? Yeah, it seems strange to me. I'm not sure what else I'd want to call it. Sunday morning would be okay, maybe. Sunday morning would have been better. Even the climb would have been better. Oh, just God. the girl actually probably would be the best. I mean, like that could totally have worked. As just the girl track. should have been the. Why didn't they do that? Yeah, yeah, that's like same, just the girl same title, like the... same same album cover, same everything. Call it just yeah. the girl. Boom. Done. Way better. Why? Try but to but keep... that would that would make guys not want to listen to it. Probably maybe. Uh interesting point yeah the, i don't know yeah, yeah i wonder what the, what the talks about that were trying to get the male audience to agree with the girl singer in a rock band you yep. i don't think so <laughs> yeah not that's not passing my that's not the flavor i want in my flavor saver said everybody in 1995 so um, what's the lead singer of smash Mouth? ever ever clear oh <laughs> <laughs> They both had it, so yeah, either way is fine. I don't know the name of the Smash Bell singer. Come on. <laughs> well, I don't know. You took notes on it. You should. I didn't. Should. I didn't take notes on it. Remember, I didn't even take a single note on Smash Mouth. I just listened to it a thousand times. <laughs> I didn't take a single note. I just knew the album. That's amazing. All right. Okay. Okay. So, 39th annual Grammy Awards. It was nominated for Best Artist, Best Rock Album. Let's get into it. This is Tragic Kingdom. By No Doubt and the uh, opening track, Spider Webs. I meant to cut it out. I'm going to bring it to the chorus here. Yeah. 
man. Oh, this, there's a lot to talk about with this song, and it's definitely a hit off of the album, which is uh, pretty cool as far as album openers. Jay, gotta hear you. We have every every album I want to hear you take. How is this song as an opener to you? Yeah, no. Should we start like a rating process for just the strength of the album opener? Oh, this... well, we are. We are, but yeah. If you want, it's it's up to you. You know, if you want to do like five bones out of five bones or whatever. What about bones? I'm gonna sleep. Five on it. five babas. Five, five what? Five babas for Babo O'Reilly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I like that. The the, the try to yeah the, like the most epic. the Babo O'Reilly scale <laughs> the Babo O'Reilly scale of how how epic can you open it? Uh, this this album opener is if I were to give it a a, a, a grade A minus B plus somewhere in there for sure. This is oh really? really oh one hundred percent. This is a really strong album opener as a thesis statement. I yeah, this true. Is, this is a fun bouncy thing you put it in and uh, as far as i was concerned i was like this makes me want to listen a it does two things a it makes me want to listen to the album more because it's so fun and just has like a, a lot of energy and b i do not feel like or i get a good sense like for me now knowing the album well i get a very good sense from this song what the rest of the album is going to feel like and if yeah. you like this song you will probably like the rest of it and you know yeah, like that's huge back to when I like was really angry with the Van Morrison one. Like, I feel like that first song does not do the rest of the album justice, you know, whereas like this song hits a lot of the feelings and a lot of the sounds that you're going to hear throughout the album. And you're, you know, you're going to get from there. So that's, that's definitely really true. I would say that where it's lacking is you don't have the buildup. You don't have this, the mood setting as much. Definitely. Now. Yeah. Could, I think this song actually could be a lot cooler if you kind of built it out to like a six minute like more of an epic open where you let it breathe a little bit more because i think this is a really really cool song and it, it has is. like the potential to build with those big snare breaks but it is kind of like condensed into a much more poppy version yeah. i didn't think of that but you're you're totally right i i do agree with that that's a, that's where we'll in, in, encroach on a b plus territory but i think like i mean there's not that much of like crazy long like songs from, like this is even a, a longer song for them so it's like i don't know it kind of makes sense it doesn't need to be that mood setting beyond like hey this is kind of a party and it is kind of a party for the whole thing. yeah that's true it, it jumps right into it and the 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 album has a lot of swing to it so it's kind of kind of how it goes there's not a lot of pauses in this album so it no. does it does really add up and uh so a, a couple of the instruments I, w- I really want to highlight on this song is like because i think you would be wrong to not bring it up on this album is the synthesizer on the song, the little keyboard play, I think adds a ton to the song. Um, I didn't even know synthesizer. I don't know. Wait, are you talking about the guitar? No, no, I'm talking about the synth. Hold on. I'll I'll, I'll kind of mention it here. I'm going to keep it on low burn. You hear that? No. He uses Wait, it as a, no, as a transition guitar. tool. <laughs> I did not notice that at all. You Wait for put it. a lot of weight on that, and I didn't even remotely notice it. I'm not so sure about that. So here's the thing. Throughout this album, the keyboard does the same thing. It's used as a transition tool to, to tie the sound together. 
it, I did it, notice that. It's used really pretty brilliantly. Yeah, the that, that was a bad example, but it's used throughout the song yeah. like that, I swear. Yeah, I remember realizing, or like, I, I kind of looked them up. I didn't do any kind of dense research, but I did see that he was the keyboardist, uh, the yeah. brother. And I was like, oh, the keyboardist? I didn't even notice any keyboards in this. And then I listened to it more and more. And I was like, oh, shit. A lot of the times the keyboards are like definitely, yeah, kind of what tie a lot of the songs together. Yeah, you don't them. notice it at all. No. But, but then once you do notice it, it's hard to not notice. You're like, damn, that's actually really cool. I, 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 I definitely yeah. wouldn't think of it in this song, but I have a couple notes mentioning it in a few other songs. Yep, definitely. So so from that point, 100% working with the thesis. Uh, another theme that is probably going to come up come up in this album is the guitar riff, just really boring and basic. Really super simple. Bad, not bad, but just it's, average musicianship. Yeah, it's like the it's like the idea of a catchy guitar but not actually or like a, the idea of a catchy guitar hook but not an actual catchy guitar hook. Like you're like yeah. Technically, this is a hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I this, feel like I like it, but I don't at all. Yeah, it's like really, it's it's really elementary, is what it is. I mean, it's like yeah. what you would learn if you were in guitar classes, intermediate guitar classes. Like Jesus. You just you just passed beginner and you got to intermediate. I mean, it this is, is it third is. Album. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the guy hasn't got any better. It's not like any no doubt song is featuring the guitar. I mean, no. don't speak don't speak features the guitar, but even that's sort really of. really simple guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is an acoustic guitar, so. Yeah, he, uh, he's got to be the worst musician in the band, right? Uh, undoubtedly the worst musician in the band. But, there, but there's that no being doubt said, that he's the worst musician? Yeah, yeah, that might probably... I say it a lot, so it might not be the first time that that pun is available to you. <laughs> Fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I agree, yeah, probably the worst musician in the band. The bassist is really cool. Yes. Um, I actually want to mention... I want to bring it back and so we can focus on the bass on this chorus drop. Because I think without the chorus... well. It's kind of like a chorus. It's kind of like there's two choruses or at least yeah, yeah, yeah. a bridge that sounds like a chorus. But anyway, the chorus that we all know of the chorus has a really cool bass line and I just want to focus in on that. I went a little early. Now, if you don't have if you don't have good headphones, then you might not catch that. Are you catching that baseline? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I okay, caught cool. it multiple times. Cool. Yeah, that's that is that is a that's bold. How sick yeah, is that? I mean, imagine the balls you have to do to slap that baseline on there because, like, it's. <laughs> Steely Dan would not let that fly. <laughs> no, Steely Dan would be like, "That's messy musicianship," but it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so bouncy. It's fun. I, I'd kick yeah. it with Tony Canal. I would also. Oh well, yeah, maybe maybe this is also an ongoing thing because I keep bringing it up. Do you have a beer with Gwen Stefani? Oh, a beer with Gwen now Stefani. today. Not during this album. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she has like amazing stories. She's probably a really cool host too. I feel like she would be kind of someone who would like throw a big dinner party and it would be like so much fun. So that's true. That's that's definitely different true. than having a beer with her, but because of that personality type, I think she'd be fun to have a beer with. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Now Agreed. Mia told me she's not a fan of Gwen Stefani. She unfollowed Gwen Stefani actually because you know, she's very, if she, yeah, <laughs> it's my girlfriend. She uh you know, she was famously on the voice with 
Blake Shelton and Correct. they are now together, possibly engaged, possibly married. I'm not really sure. They Apparently, they got together and then they broke up. Oh, are they broken up now? And then they got back together. Oh, whatever. Who cares? I think they had a but kid together. Regardless, before they were together, Blake Shelton was married to a, supposedly another country star or something on The Voice, and uh, and then Gwen Stefani got in there. So, kind of lazy, Blake. Kind of lazy. <laughs> I'll say little, it. Well, just like, come on, you just really let it come it. to you, really. <laughs> kind of lazy. Kind of lazy for you too, Gwen. What are you doing? Why'd you do well, that? Like it won't be Shelton. the first. It won't be our first stop on relationship talk on this uh, album. I, I think mean, every single song. Yeah. yeah so yeah, without further ado, let's let's hop on to the number two. Excuse me, Mister. Man, how cool is that thing that Gwen does with her uh, voice? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Which uh, you know, listening to it more and more, I'm like, oh my god, is this where? Uh, well, I know it's kind of a common thing, whatever. But it definitely makes me think of now Post Malone. Just <laughs> the oh yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a throat technique. It's like a it's a known thing, right? Oh, it is definitely. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, her voice is just like unbelievable. It is so cool. Yeah, yeah. She definitely Absolute. can let it fling. Yeah, it was just like it's it's very unique. Like it's kind of whiny, but like also cool, but also like impressive. Yeah, yeah. I don't a lot of facets about Gwen Stefani's voice that I know I can identify what it is because it sounds almost like a standard, like what you would expect to be a standard voice. But there's something about it that's just that that sticks out and is a little bit. uh, There's attitude. I feel like there's attitude in it. Well, there's definitely attitude in it something something else also she's <laughs> and it's not the it's not the wiggling uh tremolo in the, in the voice uh, tremolo yes that's what it's called right yeah yeah right right, right yeah. correct yeah, correct right. all right what do you think i know what i'm talking about i own i own ableton um <laughs> that's good not it's using uh, the fucking free trial so so this this again is another week number two song um yeah it's not uh this is doesn't this doesn't carry the same weight uh it introduces the first real backing vocals from gwen who, who does her all of her own backing vocals on this album Which i love by the way sometimes at some points is brilliant at some points is brilliant at some points it's absolutely awful and we'll get to that 
this is this is one of the places where it's really quite bad. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll bring up the specific spot that I'm talking about here. I don't have a time po- point, so be patient with me. Yeah, I guess I didn't. Um, I didn't think. I didn't notice the bad parts. I really noticed the good parts. You catch that? I'm sorry. One more time. Oh, the yeah. excuse me. No wait. catch that little underneath excuse me mister yeah underneath there yeah it's just that that just doesn't something about that that's just not a good use of backing vocals it's bother you yeah i guess it's it's fine i don't know it's just kind of there for me but there's so much happening in this song i definitely didn't notice that or care enough about it i'm just like (laughs) it's like an assault a little bit this song's a little assaultive which yeah for sure going for Yo, for, uh, yeah, definitely. It's a rock song. This is a straight up rock song. Like this sounds like garage rock. This is like yeah, this, no, no. This isn't garage rock. This is this is punk. This is for sure punk. I'm surprised it even goes to three it's, minutes. It's hard rock. It's not hard rock. I I just have a problem calling this punk. I don't know if it's really. Punk. But you, okay, but you know what ska is, right? I mean, ska is just a mix of punk and reggae. Like to to the ska influence is to yeah. That's a true. plus B equal. Wait, no. What is it? Was the tran- by the transitive property? They are yeah. The transitive property you know? does not apply. No, but, the transitive yeah, property. They're, they're punk apply, influence. Yeah, right. They're punk influence. Well, transitive. We don't. No, no, it's that. not transitive property. Yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> well, a a no, equals yeah. B and B equals C, so C equals A is what. To the say this song is, is punk influence, I think is a hundred percent true. Especially more so. There's two songs in this album, particularly it's this and sixteen that are very punk influence, but this one much more so. Yeah. So this this song is is kind of the beginning of I mean it's not the beginning because Spiderwebs is 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 another kind of breakup song but this is just a a thing a, a kind of I don't know, a woman's power song it's like a girl power song a bit but it's it's a, it's kind of like Gwen Stefani setting like a a high this is what I was getting out of it it's kind of like she's saying you don't desire me enough for this to work out and you're making it you're making it strange by trying to control me. And basically you're compensating, you're compensating by your lack of ability to find the desire for me by, by being cheap and trying to control me Yeah. Uh, to get, to get into the nuances of what the song is about. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's an interesting songwriting actually. And I, I wouldn't think that I don't, think that her songwriting is very strong at all but i do i did like this song i thought it was like a very nuanced uh portrayal of like a shitty relationship like where it gets into like those kind of details which a lot of songs don't get into in that kind of way i don't think like it's very specific yeah definitely like it's just that's that's just where it shows you this is just this is just a this is gwen stefani's album you know she yeah she put her heart into this album there's no doubt about that 100%. So that's kind of the beginning of that. Uh, but let's move on to the big hit, just or not the big hit, but the big hit of the A side, probably. Secondary hit. <laughs> Secondary hit, Just a Girl. That's my bad. I'm exposed, and it's no big surprise. Don't you 
Okay, there's a there's a lot. The, the, I, I the reason I stop it short is because a the song is really repetitive. The, the lyrics aren't, but the song is is pretty much the same thing like three times in a row. Um, yeah. But how cool is the uh, the O O part? I feel like that this is like the part uh, where she's synchronizing with herself. Like, I don't know how many voices yeah. that is, but it, it's just so freaking cool. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think those. That's one of the one of the three, probably top three, Gwen on Gwen moments in this album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even note about that, but now that you, now that you say it, it's very cool. Yeah, the song is totally ska pop royalty. You know, it's like yeah, it's got the classic drum beat, the classic guitar. Yeah, you can skank to this song. No doubt about it. Oh yeah, you you can definitely fast skank to this um the <laughs> like the weird like synth noise the synth possibly a guitar pedal i'm not sure is really yeah, cool definitely a synth. definitely this is a, a classic synth, yeah. it really how, is how many times do you really think you've heard classic. this song in your life a uh, hundred yeah hundred plus for sure but, <laughs> do I, but, still, but like does it still until this, you? And, oh definitely and to and to this day okay. i mean I, I never really noticed that keyboard how much of a keyboard plays a role in this song it's absolutely massive. Without the keyboard, the song sucks ass. Yeah, it's just a shitty ska song. Just it's but just the, a yeah, crappy ska song with a bad guitar riff. Yeah. Hey, it's a ska guitar riff, all right? Yeah, exactly. Normal, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, totally average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. special going on there. That being said, though, I mean, like her vocals do like add like a tremendous amount. I think it's the vocals and the synth. I mean. Yeah, I, I wrote that cool... the keyboard and the songwriting is what makes this song. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's also like it's not. There. I mean, how many other songs are there like this that are like straight up girl power songs that are like? Not, yeah, a hundred percent. Like it's kind of like cheesy to like think about it, or I don't know. It's like easy to look at it like, oh, that's just like what Gwen Stefani does, but like it's genuinely like by itself and especially at this time in 95 you're like all right how many people are doing what Gwen Stefani is doing I think she's genuinely like like cool like a cool girl for doing yeah 100 100 percent yeah and like not it, and especially now no yeah it's, it's really cool that he wasn't writing any of the lyrics and then this is her being like all right I'm gonna write the fucking lyrics and this is what she does which like even adds more to this song, especially because like, oh, you can't write the lyrics. You're just a girl, like literally. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Man, to to think that she, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely should have been called just a girl. But yeah, but to think that to think that she he was she was just sitting back, you know, thinking these things, but not not putting them in songs is is almost a shame to think the other stuff that we could have got out of no doubt before this album was made. 100%. But uh, but. Yeah, what a what a step out song. I mean, I feel like this "Don't Speak" probably was. I think I would guess that "Don't Speak" is probably more accurate to the whole band than "Just a Girl." But I think "Just a Girl" is probably Gwen Stefani's hit. I bet what she do, likes that song better. Than... Well, yeah, wait, what do you mean "Don't Speak" is more of this band song? "Don't Speak" is a, I was even more of a personal. So, I mean that's like that's not that's kind of like about like personal failings like we're in that, that that's like a deeply personal song whereas this is more like that's true a society thing this that's is more true. like a critique on like fuck you for thinking i'm not good enough because i'm a girl whereas that song's like oh, yeah that's cheating. true i guess i'm thinking i guess what i'm thinking is like well no other <laughs> uh 
I guess part of, part of what I'm thinking is like, well, well, no, because it applies to both. I was gonna say no one, no one else could have written this in the band, obviously. <laughs> um, the, I, I guess this song doesn't exist without Gwen Stefani versus like Don't Speak. Well, you know, if the bassist maybe was a little bit more articulate in his thoughts, probably could have written "Don't Speak" to some degree. Uh, but that that might not be that might not be entirely correct. I, I it's just my guess that well, "Don't Speak" also like you you have to remember that as this is coming along, it's not like Gwen Stefani's an instrumentalist. They're making the, they're making these beats, you know, they're making they're making the song, and you can tell in a lot of these different songs that they're making the song and it just doesn't fit the the lyrics at all because it's just. Gwen Stefani I have just a, I have a I mean. whole like, note about that. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, it's, it's, yeah. I guess that's kind of what a bit what I've what I mean is like don't speak is such a cool instrumental too. Yes. That being said, you're right though. It is a really intimate song. Was, I, I would venture to guess that Gwen Stefani prefers just a girl to don't speak. I might be wrong though. Um, but let's let's we, maybe we can talk about this more as it comes along. So why don't we uh, hop on to the next song if you're good with that. All right, cool. This is uh, Happy Now on Tragic Kingdom, the fourth song. Breakdown. Wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we both had our moment our favorite <laughs> boom, 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 boom. the breakdown is so cool the pre-chorus is really it's, it's interesting the whole song yeah 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 well, it's, i think it's the vocals that does everything yeah and she's her enunciation on the song is really really good i think she overperformed on the song why you don't think the song deserved it no first of all i think it's a boring it concept of a of a song writing i think the instrumental is also boring uh yeah besides the breakdown the breakdown is super this is this this breakdown is what i where i was talking about at the beginning of the at the top of the show i mentioned how they kind of experimented <laughs> a little bit and they kind of nice. went for it and this is where that is where you're like who like what is that i've never i don't know of songs that do that right i don't either course. Like to do that stop, like the stopping with all the air in between to like leave it right to the drummer. To, yeah, to and like a piercing and vocal. Gwen. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool, and I think it totally pays off. And I, I, I but I think they couldn't have done something oh. like that if it weren't this like kind of throwaway. But then it goes to this terrible chorus, though. Yeah, just, it's just like, are, are and and not now? to mention terrible chorus, but the worst backing vocals of the album. Wait, no, I love the army. You don't love the army. Uh, the the part after where she says happy now yeah and he goes are you happy 
Don't worry, heart happy now. That part's fine. Yeah, you like that? I love it. I love it. Oh, that's my least favorite. That's that's cringe to me. Oh, it's so so bad. It's cringe. That's where that's where that that is the perfect example of them being like cheesy, but like it kind of. I'm disgusted that you like that. I'm so surprised. There, I love it when you can note, like when I think of the 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 audience is just the singer and they're singing along because that's what that is for me and I think it's so funny. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm all for that. I love that. I do that. But yeah, so this, what? That's not but, what this is. No, I love that. But I just, I think literally her melody was bad. Oh. <laughs> it just blends into the song poorly. Like it just doesn't work in the song at all. Can we can we, can we play it back again? I want to hear. Yeah, it. I want to hear. It. I want to hear. It. Okay, I got. I got to make. I got to make an exception here. I got to admit, I was listening in a car with a lot of noise around, and it was a lot quieter. Now listening to it with these headphones in a really quiet space, I hear it a lot better. I hear her e because yeah. before it kind of sounded like it was like e, oh. <laughs> and it was like I couldn't. I couldn't pick up the distinctions. Mm. So I have a, I, now I understand it a little bit more. I feel like she needs one voice an octave up, like maybe make it kind maybe. of more full. Maybe I'm sure she tried it. Yeah. Either way, the effect worked enough for me to not really, to disregard the vocal melody. I think. Um, that's well, funny. This is like the 12 millionth time you've been like, yeah, headphones. You know, <laughs> you gotta have good headphones, man. <laughs> Can we get a headphone sponsor on here? And does Skull Candy want to sponsor this? I'm listening to this. Like Skull, Skull Candy, come on. Yeah. No, look, they actually have really good in-ear headphones for a modestly reasonable price. It's like 30 bucks. You get like, like I genuinely <laughs> think they're pretty good. Hashtag this is not ad. a sponsor. I'm, I'm honestly. It's if not Skull Candy wants to reach out to us, we're about it. You know, um, <laughs> I'll take it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I was listening on Skull Candies. I'm now listening on Tozo's. Which are a oh. Chinese Chinese uh, wireless earbud? I have. Oh, I guess they're not Tezos. Mine are wired though. Yours are wi- fully wireless. Mine are wired wirelesses. You know where the headphones are linked. There's no cord to the device. Oh yeah, okay. There was there was a small time of period where those were developed. Yeah. No, I got them recently, like within the last six months. Oh, why did you do that? You could have just gotten. Know, it was twenty bucks. Oh, okay. I need, yeah. I needed I needed a replacement for running headphones. Honestly, they fucking suck too because like they have the little thing. This is not important to the album call, but I'm gonna say it anyway. There there was like I had different running headphones where it's like the headpiece and then there's the wire in between and that's fine. But these they had the headpieces and then there was the little microphone the thing that came down. Uh-huh. So then you run dongle. it's just bouncing and you're like, why would no? It, they're not running headphones. You gotta get some running headphones. Well, they like advertised as running headphones and I was like, you dicks. So anyway, they're just, they, for, the, they advertise as running headphones and they left the dongle? Yeah, I'm such a dick. So anyway, you can't have a dongle. For, I'm saving up for Beats running headphones now and I'm pretty excited about it. All right. Well, hey, we'll, we'll keep you tuned because Jay's going to have a lot more comments on the bass once he gets the Beats uh, headphones. <laughs> no doubt about it. So let's move on to the fifth song, uh, Different People.
I see I'm gonna, getting... I'm gonna fast forward a bit to get into this uh, second second verse a little bit here. No, oh, fine, fine, fine. You got the different guy. I wanted to look for a specific verse, but that's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it because I didn't have the time. time <laughs> See, Paul, no, what you gotta do is you gotta you gotta you gotta keep it playing and then just turn it down real low so you can still hear it, but the people listening can barely hear. It, and then you wait till the part and then you cut back in. That's true. That's good. That's, that's the, a good. Pro, trick. That's the pro move. That's the pro move. I got you. Got you. Okay. But uh, you yeah. so you give a big thumbs down on different people. Um, I think the singing on the song is awful. Oh, terrible! I agree. The songwriting yeah. equally horrendous. The songwriting, I I seriously was she like doing drugs? Like the whole song, well, she definitely was doing drugs. But uh, <laughs> but like this is the only song that's like trippy. You know, it's like it's like talking about high level concepts. Like there's just I'm just fascinated that there's different people in different ways of life. Like. Yeah, but then there's no conclusion cool, like, at all. Yeah, like sick. Like yeah, that's it. Is, that's the whole thing. Like I wrote really down this high conclusion, and you're like, yeah, Shut exactly. The fuck up. I wrote this. I wrote this one verse that that I thought summed it up. Once in a while, I sit back and think about the planet. Most of the time, I trip on it. <laughs> <laughs> that the that's song should funny. have been called "Trip on It." That's funny. That's a funny quote. I hundred um, percent. <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay, so this is... Oh, sorry, I'm glad. So this time we agree. The yes. singing on the song is just no good. No, it's just boring okay, and cool. stupid. But the instrumental, and this is where you were like, oh, sometimes it feels like the songwriting doesn't match. And this is 100% of that. Because I'm like, they're two different songs to me. Is her singing and the music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, what, do you think this, what do you think the song should be about with the instrumental? Do, so nothing. you like the instrumental? It should be about like having fun and like doing stupid shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't write songs, but it definitely Enjoying shouldn't be song. about what she's singing about. It should be about something much more simple. It should be about something significantly more simple. Yeah, they're, br- and they're, like they're a- bringing the horns in on the song too. It's nice. Yeah, I did that bass line is like crazy and just oh, all over yo, the place. I, I didn't notice that at all. Should I? Oh, please, just start from, start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it up here. Oh, nice little walking bass line. Yeah, and it goes even like in the chorus. He like really he starts doing like cool variations on it. Like this is where I was like, damn, the basses are no doubt sick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was banging Gwen Stefani for quite some time, so he obviously wasn't a lame. <laughs> that yeah, that and that little bass in that. That's really nice, really nice tone work on the on the bass there. Yeah, and they him it's, and the drummer I, they play didn't off overly each other compress really well. Them. Yeah, it's Wait, nice. What? It's raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so cool. Like, like this song, you can got tell me, he's like, playing the with his thumb. Time. You know, it's like it's that L.A. funky white people thing that them and the Chili Peppers are doing at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Him and the Flea were like combating, you know, like who's going to be funkier and whiter. The Flea won 10 times over. But Tony Cabal, yeah, he showed up to the party. No doubt about it. 
and they all had they all had frosted tips for sure they all had they all had frosted frosted tips tips. are bald or shaved i imagine this guy shaved 100 percent like uh no no he had the frosted tips he's like an indian dude and then yeah i think yeah i think he's indian he's something he he's got brown skin but it doesn't look like mexican um and the (laughs) guitarist guy has like a shaved head except for one part of his hair that he grows out into like this weird forward ponytail thing so total total strange look going on with that dude yeah super cool that's the word i would use to describe as well it's 95 anything goes yeah that's true it it was definitely different that is for sure you know know, why it's because they're different kinds of people all right let's get on to hey you um it's uh it's the first true filler song oh really yeah i genuinely think that the other songs all have something to bring to the table and this song uh tries to and then it just just doesn't just doesn't at all i mean it's it's a complete departure from all the other styles this is like a straight up 60s smash mouth song yeah i think that might be why it's just but then like I feel like the song was where they just crammed a bunch of shit into a song and they're like, let's see if it works. And uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, a, this is like a very templated 60s, like, I guess maybe that's why then it just felt like so generic to me. Literally, it is really generic. This is like a shot at like a generic pop song, I think. Do you know what this made me think of? This made me think of the music. That was in Spyro the Dragon, the video game. Wow. There's a, a level where they go to like this little Asian like ninja thing, and that's what it could be completely different, but that's what this made me think of. <laughs> that's because it's got the little sitar and the ding ding ding, and then generic rock music, which is what plays Spyro <laughs> a lot of the time. I don't know that. I have no idea what that is. I mean, I yeah. know what Spyro is, obviously, but I, I don't know right. the music at all. Yeah. Well, it's because you didn't play the remastered, which I would honestly wait. You have a PS4, don't you? No, you have the PS4, Xbox. Yeah. Paul, Paul. I have both of them. Paul, you have to get the remastered Spyro games. It's Paul, pretty I'm much not a guarantee kidding. I'm not going to do it. Why would you not do it? Uh, I, I just don't like, I don't, I, I don't want, I want to play it. I'm going to put too much time into it. I'm just going to, I'm going to like. No, put, that's the perfect thing. You can play it for like, an hour in and out. It's yeah, just, but like, it's just too it's much. Silly. It's just right. too much brain stimulation. It's, like, it's just too right. much. It's like too much new stuff and colors. If you want to, yeah, but that's the thing. It's not even new, but they remastered it. And it's like, like it's not new from when I was like six. It's, God, you're missing out, man. I, yeah, that's I've amazing. heard it's really good. If, you, if you're into video games, I've heard it's, it's very good. But so this, this song, 
Um, I feel like it's just I feel like it's just Gwen being a could have kind of a bee, kind of a bitch. Really? Like ly- lyric wise, yeah. She's just talking. She's like making fun of people for trying to um, make like a perfect life. It's basically like you're faking your life. You're you're basically trying to be like a Ken and Barbie doll, and uh, and and you're basically living in your dreams. You're never gonna amount to anything. Type of deal. Oh, kind of brutal. Sick, Gwen. Nice to say when you're in a band. So yeah, <laughs> true. And they're like, no, no, you could be in a successful band too. Just do what I did. Yeah. All right, Gwen. Thanks. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> eh, you know. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on in that song. I personally um, find that very uh what do you call it? Condescending. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, when like m- musicians make music about not living a normal life, and you're like, fuck you. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to like have a job and live my life. I don't need you fucking judging me asshole you know there's not a whole like world where you could everyone can be a musician right yeah like if you follow the emmanuel kant theory like where it's like you're the law of universality like can everyone do what you're doing yeah exactly if everyone was waiting around trying to be a musician it would be a terrible terrible broken world (laughs) someone has to feed you your fucking dumplings that'd actually be a really good like that would be a really good short film if like a planet where only as humans just all musicians and nobody's cooking food or anything it's just like eating lunchables only that sounds like more of well it sounds like two things it sounds like a movie because it sounds like uh what was it idiocracy mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not quite it but uh but also it sounds like it would be like a skit i would say more of a skit like a, yeah, a skit. that is the joke <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but it's, it's yeah funny. yeah definitely that's a bit of what's going on here for sure no, for sure no she was right, feeling so herself. No, I don't gonna... like this song. Which is unfortunate because that means it's a bad song leading into an even worse song. This is this this song is reprehensible. Let's oh, get into Thank the you. I'm so glad you think so. Oh. <laughs> this is the climb. just keep this rolling yeah it gets yeah, worse yeah yeah keep it rolling I, I found it so funny that it's called a climb because like every time i listen to this album and i listen to it probably like seven or eight times it was like oh this is the part where i have to try like i literally it felt like a climb getting through this fucking seven six and a half minute slog of a song yeah this song just gives me major the same energy that like i get when fergie tried to sing the national anthem <laughs> at the NBA All-Star game in like 2016 
and she's just like trying so hard to do this Aretha Franklin thing, and everyone's just like, "What are you doing? Like, it's just not well, working Gwen, at you're all." Great singer. Don't. Like, she's got the vocal yes. range. She's got the vocal range. She's got the vocal power, but there's just something that's not there. In no doubt. This isn't God, no dang, doubt. I mean, she's got the. What's missing in this song? It's, I don't think it's, it might not even be about what's missing. I think it's about context more than anything. I think you it's think so? Like, this is so out of left field and so not wanted for in this that it makes it so annoying to me. Yeah, totally. Like, totally you have totally. all these like fun rock songs and you got this fucking like <laughs> weird, like jazz ballad. influenced ballad. Like this, this, what this made me think of is like, yo, they critique Disney at the end of this, but then this is just a shitty Disney song. It's like a <laughs> shitty Disney movie, and the worst yeah, Disney. This movie is like could be used in Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is like. I, I bring that up because the producer of this album actually played the voice of Lynn in Milan. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he he was he his name was Matthew Wilder. He actually had some hits back in like 1984, Billboard char- charting, you know, top top ten hits. Oh nice. And he wait, he, he produced this album of, and was the voice of Lynn, which is yeah. the lead man character in Mulan. Yeah, the general or whatever, the guy who like trained Mulan. I don't. He sings know. that great song. <laughs> there was that great song that's like you, the. I'll make the man out of you. It's like the best song. In the world. Oh yeah, 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 song. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is a shitty yeah, Disney is. song. Fuck this song. I hate this. Song. Yeah. Why yeah. is this? Well, it's just it's poorly it's poorly produced. It's poorly executed. The vocals are a little off key for a lot. Not off. They're off tune. They're just flat a little bit uh-huh. or something like that. I can't tell you exactly what it is, but just something isn't yeah. right. But I do really respect the idea that she had. I think that. The idea behind this was really cool and and grand. Yeah, no, I think the execution is just yeah, difficult. Like it just I think in the it's a hard song to execute. At this period. point, it's, you need a whole orchestra. At this, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you can't just do this with like a four piece rock band. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's what the problem is. You had to have the actual swell of strings, which there's no strings in this. There's strings on this album too, which makes no sense. Yeah, keep it, keep it, keep it on the DL. Lots of backing vocals, which she uses to fill out the song because it needs filling out. Yeah. And, and then the guitar is just on this really boring dun, 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 for like, but then it just repeats again. Like it's a six minute and 37 second song. Yeah. And it just repeats unnecessarily. I, um, yeah, no, I do like, like what you said. I like the idea. It was like, this is at the halfway point in the album. So it's like right into the B sides where you're gonna put this like epic conclusion to the A side. It's the closing yep. of Act One. Yeah. But yeah, it just sucks. <laughs> it does not. But then it's so funny because B side is honestly fire. Well, it's really good. The B-side it's probably really better good. than the A side. Uh, debatable. It might. It might be the first time that we've. It might be the first time we've come it's across a, a B side that's better it's a than the A side. Wrong B side. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely so, the. It's definitely the strongest B side we've had. I think a hundred percent. I think undoubtedly. I think undoubtedly, yeah. Um, Peter Bjorn and John had a couple of cool songs on their B side, but this is yeah, but this is like this I mean, is this another the, level. This has the number one hit on the B side, which is pretty crazy. It, this right? song very rarely happens. Yeah, 14, I, I really want to hear. I really want. Was looking forward to hearing what you're thinking on as far as like the arrangement on this album. 
so maybe maybe now's a better time than ever to, to talk about that. Well, yeah, what so they, they put this together in a funny way. Yeah, well, that's what but actually I, I applaud it. I think it's really cool where like this this album rewards listening through it because it, you have to listen to to different people and hey you to get to Sunday morning and don't speak. And I think that's really cool because I think those are great songs that could totally have been relegated to the B side if you had just switched. Sunday morning and don't speak. So I think it's really interesting to have some of yep. that kind of filler songs that were genuinely good. Or not really hate you because I was shitting all over hate you. Maybe I, I would I would just take out different people altogether for Happy sure. Happy now, no doubt. No. Happy now, I'd leave on there. I would no, take no, out no, different no. people no, all no, the way. No, 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 no. Why would you take out? Why would why why? I what's the argument for people. leaving? T- you I like the instrumental. You like the instrumental yeah, of different yeah, people. Yeah, like a lot, like a like a, uh, really a lot. I really like different people besides the yeah, lyrics and the singing. I think if I legitimately think if someone else sang on that with different lyrics, it would have been a really cool song. But I think they just fucked it up completely. But um, but regardless, yeah, no, I, I really I think it's really cool and interesting what they did with this, and I think that's I think where they got the uh, the audacity to make a 14 song hour long album is because they were like, yep. oh, we have these all these really good songs and all these like pretty OK songs. Well, let's beef it out because we have so many good we have so many big, good songs. With yeah, Sunday for real. Morning. I mean, let's look at it. You got Sunday morning. Webs. Yeah. Do, hey, you. Uh, hey, you is also a hit. Is it one of the singles off the album? What? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. I oh like hey, God. you a lot. All right. OK. All right. As a nice pop song. Better not be your pick. <laughs> no, no. Sunday, Sunday morning. Um, don't speak. Um, hey, you. Just a girl. Uh, let's let's take out. Hey, you. Spiderweb. Just a girl. Don't speak. Sunday morning. Four. That's four alone four. that are hits. Four. That's, that's probably the most on any album we've we've brought up. Really. That's a smash mouth. It's a smash album. It's a smash album. <laughs> to, for, for your ears, smash ears. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah, so and, and it ends A side ends on the climb. I'm guessing we don't have the record in front of us, but yeah, A side we'll probably ends, ends on the climb. climb. I feel like yeah. it starts with 16. That makes sense. And and all of those first five songs are extremely ska reggae. They're the most ska reggae of, of any song on the album. Yeah, of, I think that, that any, sounds right. Yeah. They definitely. started off all ska reggae, then they put Hey You, which is basically a 60s throwback song. Then yeah. the climb, which is like a ballad and it doesn't yeah. really fit in at all. Hey, you and the climb both don't fit in at all, but that's why they're not in the top four. Yeah. And then, and then we, we climb over and, and we start with 16. So let's, let's take a listen there. <laughs> Juvenile with a 
I uh, started opening up, but I hated this song when I first listened to it. And then it really, really grew on me. <laughs> I really like this song now. Yeah, I 100% get why, especially because 16 is such a word that you understand. Like, yeah, you, I mean, it's, just, it's hard as a person that's 27, 26 years old to be like, to enjoy a song that's called your only, that has your only 16 as the number one words that you pick up from it. <laughs> but cool that that was a thing, especially again in 95, but I guess is when they really started like reaching out to teenagers more. But like, cool that they had the song about being 16 being awful <laughs> like nice yeah <laughs> um but yeah no this song is i i think uh another instance I, we mentioned it before but i remember which song where like I, I genuinely think the verse trumps the uh uh the the chorus the chorus is kind of a slump and it's just kind of like a lot and they're kind of going hard or whatever but we when, when that started to play we both muted ourselves and then started doing the air pianos with the cool reggae keyboard stabs yeah yeah i think it's, i think it is so pretty cool, cool that they cut out of this rock and go straight into a the a straight up reggae yeah. you know, keyboard taps it's really cool and that really that's uh, that's when eric stefani leaves the band you lose that that's no longer there yeah i think he is eric stefani probably is the ska reggae influence because after this <laughs> no doubt is a rock band basically yeah. dance dance rock band. dance rock yeah yeah What's very the, LA. The, they they go very LA. Very yeah. What's the cool what's the cool song they do? Oh. Can we throw dun, that dun, in dun, at dun, the end dun, of this dun. album? Yeah, can we can we play that at the end of this? Yeah. Once it gets yeah, to the end, definitely. that'll be the reward. If you really want to listen to that song with us talking around it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely don't the stop end. the podcast now and quit and then go listen to that song now. Don't no, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Wait till the end. You're gonna have to get the tragic kingdom to earn that. Hey, but but the next song Sunday morning, this is definitely this is definitely a winner. So let's let's hop right on to that. That is so cool. So so cool. <laughs> I, it, I it's funny. I listened to the song like the first two times I listened to it. I was like, I did. I just went over it. I, but then, for some reason, I don't know I, how I missed it. Like, I don't. It was right in front it's of so me. I don't know good. how I missed it. 
It's so cool that you came in with the breeze. Breeze, yeah. So sick. Unbelievable. And the backing it's, vocals are yep. 100%. They are the exactly in her comfort zone. <laughs> yep. She does the little doots, doots. It just really, it's not, really That cool. is the, like, it's the whole windup of this song, and then that's the home run. Is the, you came yep. in with the breeze. It's so good. Yeah, big windup. Oh. If this didn't have such a big windup, it would be a bigger hit. But I think what makes the song really cool is actually, again, the keyboards. Yeah. The keyboards. Uh-huh. And then also, also during. We gotta get a, get a, get a vamp, Paul. You gotta talk while you're queuing it up. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm trying, I'm trying to pull out this part here. Okay. Here it is. This is what I was trying to pull. Okay. So, so normally when you think of like the piano taps, like a 1960s song, you have, and that's like in the song or like a reggae song, right? You have like the high taps. What this guy does, he kind of brings it down an octave and you get basically a guitar sound out of it. Kind of, yeah. It kind of does sound like a guitar down. Yeah, it's got a lot of, um, a, a kind of a rusty tone to it. And it provides a, a lot of rhythm. Yeah, it, it, it really, really is, is, is pretty cool. And I, I don't want to say innovative by any means, but um, not commonly done, I think. Um, yeah. I thought that I thought that was really cool, but Damn. I mean, this you really is like just... the keyboardist. You don't want to listen to late period, no doubt, do you? You're gonna be like, "Fuck, dude, this isn't the same." With <laughs> well, I I think that the I my here's my opinion. Since you since you're knocking on the door, I'm knocking. I think I think the I think the keyboardist is the is the lunatic out of the bunch. I think he's probably he's probably kind of a, I don't know, he doesn't fit in with the rest of the band. I think he's kind of like a, he's kind of like a more of the artistic side of, of the band. He's not trying to be cool. Like he, he's seriously into some weird stuff, you know, like he, he comes up with all these weird keyboard sounds and like uses them in all kinds of different ways. While the guitar player is just like, dunna, 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 dunna. Like the keyboardist <laughs> is like going wacko. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I think, I think from that way, he's a crucial element to what makes this album cool without him. Makes it more special, makes it more unique. Maybe yeah. not cool, but like, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, not cool. Yeah, definitely adds like some of like these weird flares that they're just like that. And like what I was saying before, like it's hard to, where I was saying it was hard to lump them in. I think that honestly might be why I think Sans yeah. keyboardist, it would have been really easy to lump them in with mid 90s alternative rock. They sound just like Everclear otherwise. Yeah. Everclear, not Everclear. Oh, Everclear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking a bit like Everclear. Yeah, like Santa. <laughs> no, no, yeah. like Santa Monica or whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, where it's like you get in this like weird funky. Well, but the but the drummer does ska beats, and same with the true. guitarist. Like they do ska stuff. Yeah, that's like, true. But they're the they're flavor. they're they're by the book. Yeah, they're by yeah, the yeah, book. Yeah. They're they do they're by just the book. good instrumentalists. You know, they're like no, session the... musicians almost. No, uh, yeah, okay, I guess so. I Almost. Mean, they I'm not saying they are truly inspired, but they have like really definitely not the cool basses. Moments. Yeah, definitely, yeah, not, definitely the not the basses. The basses has got some flavor. The, the drummer's drummer, cool, but I think the drummer, yeah. and I, I wanted to speak on that on this one before we get to don't speak where I can't speak anymore, but I want to speak on it here <laughs> is because don't speak is where I really want to talk about it, but 
and I think it's kind of a ska thing, but the production wise, the snare, that clean open snare hits a button for me. I fucking love it. And it, it happens in this and it happens in a couple other ones where like yeah, the, yeah, the production true. on the drums are very, very cool on this. Album. Yeah, because there's a lot of things you can do with snares. You can put, yeah. I, I sent you a thing recently where you can put floppy disks is a thing to like clip floppy disks onto a snare so you can get cut down their, their kickback. So it's like a ch- yeah. as opposed to a ch- yeah, cut down the splash like of the sound. Sharp way, interesting. Exactly. Cool. So there's yeah. a lot of things you can do with snares, and you can also try different, all kinds of different snares, and you can hit snares in different ways. Yeah, the um, snares. So, the snare is the most expressive part of the drum set, 100. It's like the most like vocal part where you can yeah. really do a lot more with it than you can with any other part of the drum set. Yeah, every single music producer will tell you that if you have the wrong snare, you have the wrong song. 100. Yeah. 100. I couldn't agree it, more because like huge. in one snare you can have a marching band versus like this a ska band which is similar but completely different and then you can yep. get a jazz which is like much more of that mellow sound so yeah it's a huge huge difference and it's like always as always with the drums it's going to be an unnoticed by a lot of people but noticed in the song as a whole because of it you yeah know? yeah you like the song and you don't necessarily know why but but uh that that is why yeah. and and this song specifically there's so much snare rolling like well, just listen to these clean snare hits. Yeah, it's a nice, and there's there's like a hi-hat coming along, or like a... a yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's some yeah, sort of high... A half-open Maybe a tambourine. No, yeah. no, no, that's a half-open hi-hat. It's a, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. And with the snare, they, they just have the same tune... They, they're both perfectly in tune and they both are in, like it just i wonder like are they trying a different drum set for every time because like drums are out of tune all the time because like your drum set i mean maybe you're retuning your drum set from d to c or something like that but you're not retuning your drum set from d to a you know you're not moving it like five tones up no definitely not so i don't i don't know i don't know and, and i have a lot of music production questions that i need to answer the biggest one of which is which is still on the board is when did when when was music when were they able to kind of cut and take so like when were you able to self harmonize for the first time yeah you know because you weren't just recording in a room basically. when can you copy paste and different guitar solos yeah so, something something take. sometime in the late sixties but I think you gotta but, find there's gotta be a documentary out there we oh, talked about this the last episode you I just haven't yeah I just haven't even looked but the there definitely is you know what, let me make a reminder. Cool. Maybe we'll do some research. Because I'm really curious too. We could do an album crawl watching slash (laughs) uh, what do you call it? Uh, Well, yeah, definitely. A learning session. On uh, studio. Yeah, because I would actually really like to to watch something like that as well. So if you do find anything, let me know. Will do. Okay. Um, but okay, I'm well, really happy that you like that you that that song really hit you because this song I knew previously but like didn't really remember it. So when we were listening to it again, I was like, the song started and I was like, the the that shitty guitar hook kind of. I was like, okay. And then of course the chorus is. I'm like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, I I did not. I did not at all. Um, Interesting. And I I really like it. It's, it's really cool. And uh, yeah, Gwen Gwen's looking good in this music video. <laughs> see this is see, yeah you know I, I didn't say i never said van morrison was looking good in that music video i gotta even out my comments here <laughs> okay uh let's let's uh get on to uh don't speak eh? and you know where i'm starting this from don't speak 
Why why does anyone do drugs when this song exists? <laughs> what? So this good. Not, this song is not doing drugs. This song doesn't hit you? Oh no, it hits me for sure. Dude, those no. fucking Yeah. This this is why I why I wanted to speak was those opening snare hits are just money. Just a punch to the gut. In the bass in the bass line that just goes. You, it's uh, how do you think he feels about playing this uh song oh terrible years? terrible just the same way that stevie nicks feels about singing the background on you can go your own way <laughs> Didn't, she's not in fleetwood mac anymore though oh oh you're saying now today yeah, yeah i'm saying for years well, and today, years to continue yeah. playing the song over and over and over again with her <laughs> Like, I mean, okay, okay, I I tour, they okay. toured. They toured rumors, so it's not. It's the same thing, you know. They, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. Dr- uh, dreams is about Lindsey Buckingham, yeah. so they, right, they right, played right. it right. They and if you look at some of the videos, Stevie Nicks is just looking. She just looks pissed off singing the backing track. I mean, so I don't know. It's it got to be bittersweet, <laughs> but like, man, it's, this is the biggest. I mean, this is but but this. I think this is a bit about what being an artist is about, yeah, though. I yeah. mean, you you're okay with the vulnerability and the pain um, because of the success. And, and I'm so glad that this, no, <laughs> I think it's well, this, well, part, well, definitely part of it. Well, what's he going to do? Quit and go work at Burger King or like, like go be obsession basis. Yeah. But man, what, what, a, what an incredibly powerful song. I mean, yeah, it's just, this, this is another nuanced kind of relationship song where it's, it, it, it is, it is on the surface you know sort of just about someone cheating on her and then her not wanting to talk about it but like the don't like even naming it don't speak and like it you putting yourself in the in in the argument in the conversation with her is like really really cool and i think really unique it's about a person cheating i thought it was just about the guy wanting to leave uh well he she says uh what is it Uh, something about it being about her it's in the chorus like don't don't speak i know just what you're thinking don't tell me it's because of her so i guess Uh, not i thought it was i think i'm pretty sure don't tell me because it hurts wait are you serious yeah i'm like 90 percent sure that's what it says well it's just about breaking up it's just about breaking up i knew it was about breaking up but i thought it was about breaking up because he was leaving her for another girl specifically no 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 no, oh no. I've been getting that lyric wrong for don't how Don't tell long me because it hurts. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. it was like, don't tell me it's because of her. No. Oh. It's just yeah. it's just a same, reflection same on a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. All right. That's not that bad then. Please so please stop explaining. Don't tell me because it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't It's all that. ending. We gotta stop pretending who we are. You and me. I can see us dying, aren't we? Well, either way, my, my... really a brutal, brutal, brutal song, and especially, I mean, God, what kind of guts does it take to sing that in front of the person who you're singing it about? Yeah, but either way, that... she's got Gwen Stefani's got balls. My, oh, definitely got some serious ovaries. She's got, she's got some eggs. She's got eggs. She's got those muscles. Like she'll punch you. Don't yeah, fucking speak she might to that. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll knock you out, bitch. Yeah. It's, it really is. I mean, and, and also a guy would never, uh, this is, this is definitely like a, yeah, a, a woman's perspective. A woman's, yeah. Like a guy would never so sing this song. I, I played this, uh, the bosses were gone at my work today. And so I bring my speaker in when they're not here. So I play music, which is funny. Cause like 
I'm just like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, yeah, play. We like your music. I was like, all right. So we listened to all of this album today. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? No advertisements. It went, it went over well. And so this song came on and my one coworker, she was like singing along and I was like, and she was singing like the verses. I was like, wow, you even know the verse. And she's like, oh yeah, this is like my number one karaoke song. And she's like, oh, oh no way. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's great. You know, you get this and a couple of girls in there. We all start crying. <laughs> I was like, that's perfect. That, that is what that song, song. is. It's, I was like, this is a great karaoke song. I never would have thought of it, but that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, brutal song. So, do you think they knew this was a hit when it came out? What's and it just we don't we don't have any we have no obviously no I think, idea. I think I think musically this is a big departure too, and like this Huge. is what yeah. they wanted from the climb in a way, or was yep. like this departure and it was definitely more melodramatic. But like this is actually good. <laughs> I, I would like to take I would like to take a second to to explain why this chorus is so cool if I can. Please. Okay, so you obviously have this really slow build up and then the tom drop, everybody knows that. But now listen for this. So you have the tom tom kick and then do 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 do. There's a snare. snare. Is that is it all snare? It's all snare. All snare. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, okay. Two, 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 two. That's so crazy. I I totally was registering as Tom's. I love I that for me, that's my favorite way to go into things. Like if you have a little bit of snare your dome. And you have open space and just the uh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's so much fun to do. I'll say <laughs> it's also it's it's very Latin. Yes, like you know, Gypsy the song is the song is the Spanish guitar. It's like very yeah. Latin. Yeah, definitely, and including the guitar solo, which I didn't make a time time stamp for, but the guitar solo was really nice. Let's definitely get to that. Okay, but I think what makes this this uh, the song uh, pop even more than it just would have if you just you know and. If you just had one guitar, is they have two guitars, two acoustic guitars layered in this, and on one is the big acoustic guitar that you mostly hear. It's like but then on the other hand, you have like this other rhythm guitar that's only really playing the high notes that's layering on top of it. It's like which layers on top of it. It makes the sound sound like a like an auditorium. I I I I can't get over it. It's so cool. All right, I'm gonna gonna hop onto it and then let's listen back. Well, also you get that fucking. This is where you. This is what I was talking about before. This is the string section. This got the string section, but did the climb didn't? You hear the ba 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 That's literally a synth. No wait. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Dun 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 dun. dun. I didn't even notice the synth. I didn't even, it's literally just a one note synth. That's just a synth. No, I there's hear that. One, the, the, no, but I it don't really know. sounds I think, like there's a swell yeah. of stringed instruments. Yeah, yeah, let's get back. Let's do it one more time. Oh, what is that? I don't know. I, I think, that's, think that's a cello. Sounds like a violin or a cello. Yeah, yeah it sounds like a cello. Saying. 
but think, it's like weird. Yeah. why would they this okay this is this is the part that's of, the production yeah, that's of this album that kind of annoys the shit out of me where like it would have been so cool if that was way more prominent but like there's a lot of muddling in this in this production there's yeah not, well like, this is where you get interscope records here yeah well i was kind of like like Matthew talking about van morrison that honestly that record that remaster is so fucking pretty that yeah you could hear all, all of it all of it so crystal clear and that would put this song yeah. at a whole nother level instrumentally I th- yeah like, i think part of that is what you get when you play it all in one room and you have and you have the effects live i don't i might be talking out of my ass right now but um too many production questions we need to get we need to have a third person on here that's just our production expert would be dope <laughs> well i mean that that would be me i am a music producer but i think we need uh, a, like yeah, well, i think yeah. we need a guy we need a guy who's I need, like a, yeah, an yeah. industry vet a 10-year yeah, yeah, industry yeah. vet that's what i'm talking about i'm not yeah you bring yeah. the you bring the the queries and the and the observations but i, need, I want someone with the experience yeah because that's a funny trick to just toss a couple cellos in there out of nowhere and but that that does lends to the idea again that they took two years to record this album and they recorded it like a ton of different studios over a ton of different time periods, so you obviously have yeah. d- different instruments coming in this and and different um, musicians coming a, in. Do you think there's a bunch of different versions of this? Like how oh yeah, different versions of Moon Dance. Uh, well, I not like that. Were. Not like that. Not like that. But I think that there were probably like to get to the end point of the strings being in there. I, I feel like to yeah, that seems like a movie oh. that was like a after yeah. a lot of different recordings. They were like, oh shit, let's put some fucking. I I guarantee you that this was just Gwen Stefani sitting around playing piano or guitar and had this song. That would be and, cool. And I I pretty much bet that that's what it is because Gwen Stefani is not an instrumentalist. I, I'm sure she's just playing like a four note on the piano. Like, Duh. She's probably playing with Eric Stefani. She's probably playing with Eric Stefani. He's helping Slaps so hard. It's such a good song. It's so actually cool. Looking back, I didn't know until this that like okay, this is where okay. I'm sorry to reference it again, but I listened to that podcast where they did this. Shout out to the podcast. The only 20 year old listening to that podcast. They make jokes about it all the time. There's like, there's no 20 year olds, millennials listening to this. And I'm like, no, no, I am. It's funny. It's good. Uh, I don't know. You're Gen Z technically, I think. What? You're out on the cusp. You're, you're. On Either the, way, on that's last, even better for them. They're confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're. <laughs> anyway, um, they had gotten to this song and they were like so over it because they'd heard it too many times. And I was like, because at first it started playing and I was like, oh, I kind of forgot about the song. I was like, damn, this song is really good. And they got to the song and they're like, do you have anything to say about this? And they're like, no, I've heard it so many fucking times. I was like, damn, wait, that sucks. Like, is. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's totally bummer. not the case for us. I mean, this came out when I was like two. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it's been out my whole life, but like, yeah, but like, I've heard know, it a bunch. I've of heard times. it a ton of times, yeah. But I think it, I think it's super. I loved cool it every this time. Actually, was the big hit. I always thought that just a girl was totally the hit. So it's funny that this was this like slow build, like yeah. It looks like Spider Webs and Just a Girl are roughly the same on Spotify as far as popularity goes. Now today, but then, but then don't speak. Now blows it out of the water, which is interesting. Yeah, don't speak. I just, yeah, I just, yeah. I wouldn't have expected. And, that. Hey, Jay, if, if you have a time, you should go look at Gwen Stefani. No doubt, uh, don't speak live, nineteen ninety six or whenever Ooh. it came out. You know, whenever they're doing the live performances, Gwen yeah. Stefani is perfect. It's yeah. perfect, and like yeah. she, she it, the whole thing is just such a moment to amazing. look at. So it's Very it's cool. amazing that we can just go back and look at all that. It's just so cool. <laughs> 
That <laughs> sounded sound like an old man, but like it's true. It's true. Because, Damn! Look what uh, we've done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna play uh, the guitar solo as promised. Here. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'd forgotten, so this is good. <laughs> Yeah, there's basically double acoustic guitars in the entire song. It is very cool. I didn't notice that before, and it's really nice. Like, it, it this is the type of production tricks that I'm telling you. This is what makes this is what makes hits. Like, if this just had one guitar, you wouldn't even freaking like it. Because you could do one guitar for a lot of the same sounds, but it just doesn't sound nearly as good. The secrets, the secrets of music production. It's the secrets, the secrets of sauce. Hello, welcome. They're gonna come get me. Music production with. I'm in Massachusetts. What? <laughs> throwing them off, throwing them off my trail. So I listened to um, I uh, during today's music session at work. I also played uh, that flamenco guitar album that I had sent you. And yep. now com- coming off of that, this is really just sounds like a sack of shit. This, this is guitar it's terrible. So. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, the guitarist is just not a talented guitarist. It was like flourishes of somewhat of a good idea, but you're like, God damn, that is just. It's just not, it's like beginning (laughs) again, like you finished your beginner guitar lessons, you got into the intermediate range. Like, then you were like, I got it. (laughs) But that's how I feel feel with the drums, but I'm not a professional musician. So, (laughs) well, you you might be good enough to join a band like No Doubt and just have one drum solo on the album. So, okay, (laughs) had enough on on Don't Speak. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we've had right. enough. We really sat on it for a while. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move on to you can do it, which coming after right after don't speak is holy shit. What a decision. something. going on in this song there's a lot but, it's hey but, fuck it i love this song i think it's so great. this song this this song came out uh or sorry i had i didn't have this album on but i had just no doubt playing the other night sure. and I, just, I just wanted to hear kind of everything around this album too and uh this song came on and i was like oh surely this was made in like 2015 as like a major throwback song is what i thought <laughs> of course it's made in 1995 and well yeah. you know it's also a throwback album throwback yeah. song yeah but okay there's a lot of things coming on in this song first of all disco? Well, hit, hit me with it hit me with disco it. Hit me funk with it. disco disco they, they just Holy did shit. that 
They just did it. Hey, this is where it's sequencing. Cool. After Don't Speak, hey, fuck yeah, you're going to call it the party. This is like chapter, yeah. th- this is like the third act. This is which, basically, yeah, this is basically part C. Yeah, this is, this. yeah, these last four songs are part C, and this is a fun way to kick it off. Hey, yeah, it's it's fucking cheesy as shit. Like, they, they yeah. went for it. They did disco, and they threw in some funk bass to, like, make it a little bit more fun and interesting and less, like, annoying. Yep. And honestly, I think it pays off. I think this is a fun song. Is it gonna? Am I gonna save it? Am I probably gonna pull it up ever? No, but I appreciate that it's on there, and I like. I enjoyed it every time that I came on listening to it. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at on it as well. Um, there's a really really effed up thing going on here. Well, it's not effed up, but what are you talking about doing not effed up. There? What's that? I never listened to the lyrics before, but now as we were just listening to it, I think I heard her say the pill tastes bad, but you gotta swallow it whole. Oh yeah, no, that's not. She's not talking about literal pills. It's, this is a this is a motivational song for her ex. Uh, this is saying, oh, after the breakup, you can still, you just need to get your stuff together, and you're you'll be fine. Basically, so didn't he break? It's up a disco her? song. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, no, I think they they, they, they kind of had a mutual breakup. Obviously, they're still in a band together, so they, they right. you know, okay, figure something enough. out. But yeah, yeah. but but this is her right after "Don't Speak," which is kind of her, you know, ultimate breakup song is this is like uh you're fine you know the kind of you'll you'll be able to get yourself together it's a motivational song I, it's absolutely ridiculous that this is a disco song i think that she just had the song written and needed to get it to something and this is what they had for her so mm. she just slapped it on this i just i don't see any other way that this song gets made because yeah. anybody that read the lyrics would never make this would be like a sad acoustic song again like don't speak like yeah 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 it doesn't make any sense but you can Doesn't do it. Hey, it's motivational. So they're going to make it to an up-tempo song. Yeah, that, you can that do was it. Let's... thought process, I'm sure. Maybe it was. Interesting. Was. Or even like mid-tempo. But yeah, you're yeah, right. But there's, some, there's some cool elements of the song, though. Um, let's hear, I'm going to bring it back for a little bit. You got you got the two two guitars there. One on the one on the right, that's the straight-up disco flanger. You know, and then the left one is just... Dun, 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 dun. The keyboard, of course, coming in with the high disco stab. Pretty standard drums, yeah. And then that's really cool. The background vocals are pretty cool. I think that's actually Eric Stefani singing uh, the background vocals on this song. Oh, really? Because he's credited with background vocals, I believe, on the on the album, so... Hell yeah. I'm glad you like this song too. Wow, we're on the same page for a lot of these, which is like a pretty rare. We're usually very opposite when it comes to songs um, that kind of hit and miss with, with us. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I feel like the only I, thing is like, hey, you. D- different people and hey, you. Um, yeah, different people, hey, you. Yeah, that's like, yeah, the, I like, I kind of, yeah, Happy Now is kind of a crappy song. Huh. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, we both didn't really like 16 that much. Really love Sunday morning. That's a nice. Song. I like 16. What are you talking about? I thought you we both like 16. Oh, I mean I don't really no, I I I I didn't really like the song when I first heard it and I still didn't really like the song that much afterwards. Oh, it's just my like point was that I didn't really like it and then I really liked it and you were yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. we're on the same page there, but I guess it's with the not liking it at first. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what I was saying. Oh, and we that. both hate the climb. <laughs> yeah, the climb is awful. Oh, so sad that that song exists. God, it's really a bummer. It is. This album could oh. do with some reconstruction. You know, you know what a they remastered? say. The, wor- the world keeps going around. God damn it. 
point, I didn't. I'm good write with. Any. I'm good with taking that one down. As a point, I didn't write any notes on this song. <laughs> it's it's a pretty stereotypical reggae song. Oh, that yeah, I guess so. I know it's a point. I don't really like reggae, and I don't like the song. The bass, the bass on the song is kind of cool. It's like a Buffalo Soldier type of bass. So that's that's the that's a cool part. Um, but yeah, it's, this is basically a straight up like seventies eighties reggae song. Yeah, but like there even is some cool seventies and eighties reggae. Actually, that was my. This isn't a good music. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> this is basically like they tried to make like a Bob Shitty. Marley song here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like I, I listening to the song, I, I want to sing along "Buffalo Soldier," even though it's not going to sound good, because it's just like that's what they were going for, even though it's this really not. What there's like three songs on here. We we're like, why the fuck is this on here? Why? This, this I feel like belongs on the album. Really? I mean, it's, maybe, it's maybe this I'm is like ex- if you talk about ska punk reggae, this is like the reggae, the very reggae. reggae end of it. Yeah, I guess it's just like. Maybe if you had to take it out the climb, I would have been not so annoyed at the time that this came on. But by the time this came on, I was like, this album is still happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I had that. I had that like three times every time listening to the album. The yeah. climb was the first time. Yeah. And then, yeah, after, basically after Don't Speak, I was like, I don't like any of these. Well, I don't not like any of these. Well, I like one. I Well, I like two. I like You Can Do It and I like End It On This. Yeah, I don't and really I like... kind of like Tragic Kingdom. So I like Tragic like, Kingdom musically. Yes, yes, and for what it does, well, I hey, think it's actually really cool. But let, hey, yeah, let's get, it. Let's right. get so on to say, it. Hey, actually, say let's get it. okay, cool. I'm let's get it to end. Let's get it to end on this, which is, is a ridiculously ironic title, I, and yeah, not the I first see. time we've come across this type of irony. Thank you. <laughs> Nice piano work I see uh, on this song. Yeah, that's my number one thing on this. I, th- I I love the piano on this song. I think it's so cool. Like that's I think it's so Eric. catchy and like fun. And uh, it uh, I don't know. Yeah, it definitely keeps me on it. I I like this song a lot. I think this is a really cool song. Th- this song completely belongs and is like worthy of the album. The, sure. This song this song belongs like a yeah. This does belong on the album. I think it's like a I I, I wrote it's like a I wrote for you can you can do it uh, sixteen. Uh, and ended on this there were, were like perfect b-side fillers yes 100 percent. like this isn't like amazing but like this is a i i genuinely think actually this this would have been a fantastic place to end the album it would have been really good this would have been like a yep. nice note it's like this fun bouncy song and then let's hey <laughs> and it's called ended on this literally like, why did they take what fucking lesson 
Why don't they delete Tragic Kingdom, take the final step, delete Tragic Kingdom, name the album Just a Girl, Jesus and call man. it a fucking win. <laughs> Just a Girl would have been even better. Like, it, it, and take out the climb. You got yourself one yep. of the best albums of all time. Yeah, easily. Cut the, like the a fat, really, guys. really, really solid album. What the fuck? Trim the fat. Trim the fat. Make good albums. <laughs> no one cares about this song today. No one's like, you know what I really wish they had is like three more of these. What? And, no, and no, no this is good. You know what I really I wish like, they had is like no doubts yeah. reggae take. Like no one ever said it. No, but I mean like no, I mean like the album is is propped up by songs like ended on this. Like I think it adds to the yeah, album in true. a good positive way. Like, it does. It, it deserves does. to be there. It's it does. We'll go. We'll go around uh, the fuck climb though. Like those fuck, both of those songs the... don't really. They don't need to be on the album at all. Like no one. I no one asked for it. And I don't think, I think it adds you, to anything. I think you take, but the lyrics. On I think the you climb take out the climb, but the don't album. speak where the climb is. You take out "Will Go Round." You take out "Tragic Kingdom." You got yourself a fucking. You're you're making yourself yeah. You're golden. making it kind of a more of a templated like album. That's that's definitely the more standard approach. Sure, sure. for sure. But but then you just got fucking gold right there. No, it's not even standard. You're still burying your best song. That's true. At track that's true. number seven. Which is ridiculous that the climb is track number seven, but hey, what are you doing? And it's number ten here. So, what does that tell you? What? That's seven. Oh, right now it's number ten. That's what I'm saying. Oh, don't speak is ten. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah, is like yeah, super yeah. bearing. But like we said, like they just did an interesting thing here. Yeah, um, definitely. And at a time when you're still listening to CDs, so you're just skipping through, skipping through, skipping through. No, there's not really A side and B sides, but there is, but not really. So it's yeah, there's not. All right, let's get on to the title track. Why? why, That's why what? Maybe that's why they like spread out the things is because people are skipping through things because they have the CD player. I wonder if I wonder if that had any thought process to do with it. In terms of making it more like a a a landscape as opposed to of a journey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Good thought. Something to something to consider for sure. All right, let's hop on to Tragic Kingdom. Last song in the album. Let's do it. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Once was a magical place, over time it was lost. Now the fortune of the kingdom is locked up in its dungeon vaults. The castle floors and traps with core by a setback, decoyed by old Now the drawbridge has been lifted as millions they drop to their knees. They pay homage to a king who dreams of Going goes as it snows on those about to get in on their dead eyes. All right, which, which, what, what were your kind of thoughts on this? I'll leave it running. So, so I think that it's like this heavy, dark, dramatic. Oh, yeah, finish. like they were going for the finale 
Well, this is like this is the villain song in a Disney movie, and then it's yeah, about it is. Disney. It's about like super over dramatic. The the dun, 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 it's like a symphony, dun, dun, dun. but it, but it, to me, but it's cool. Yeah, there it is. But it's cool. Like I actually think it's a really interesting. There it is. And this whole like musical break, like it's super. Lots of instrumentals, like making fun of Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's interesting, and it's like kind of cool. Like you feel like there's like a rock opera somewhere in there. Why the fuck is it on this album? But like, I I think it's actually a good song, and I think where where I think the climb they put a lot of effort into this song. Yeah, and like where I think the climb failed, I think this succeeds in the same exact way. Whereas like they were both yeah. trying to be monumental. I actually think the song totally works. It works. For what it they, is? Yeah, I wish they used the same stuff for the climb. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But they just fucked up on that. Like I don't I don't know what it is. I don't but, like, know exactly what works. it is. Yeah. I think it's a really cool song. It is. It is. It doesn't no belong on this album. It doesn't belong in no doubt at all. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's like yeah, rock opera is a good word for it. I think it actually sounds very Latin too, especially in the beginning. Really? This oh, obviously is not. Latin. But this is like I think uh I think a lot of oh. I mean a lot of this is is Latin. Like let's pull back. My first thought was Santana when I heard this. Well, they literally speak in Spanish. Oh yeah, duh. But <laughs> not this, not this. But like, but it kind of settles in a little bit here. I don't know the, okay. the vocal style yeah. and the guitar melody kind of reminded me of Santana a little bit. Yeah, I think I could kind of see that. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure why, but yeah, it did. I think it's just a. Yeah. It's very, very, very Latin based. I don't know. Maybe that's some of the LA um, flavor rubbing off on them. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, there's "Don't Speak," which is Latin guitar as well. So exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. To say yeah, and and that's another case of them just like hodgepodging all these different influences. Yeah. They really yeah, you do got, a good yeah. job. Like again, even though that, that's even why though this, they're a good band at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like even though this is not, um, I don't think it belongs in the album. It is still a no doubt song. Like they still make all of these songs no doubt songs, a hundred percent. I think, and I think that's so cool. I think it's yeah. something to be very respected for. Yeah, I, I feel like this they they made during this two year stretch. They probably made like twenty five full songs. Like they had. This is clear that they had a, a very strong recipe, but maybe that's what you get from the full, you know, 10, almost 10 years together before yep. this album. Exactly. They had a full career. Cause I, I just, I constantly, I was reminded of, um, we did Lost Boy by Corday where we kind of like, we're like, yo, he's just doing different rap songs. It's Literally not it's taking different styles and just making that style. Yeah. Whereas like, this like the is producer was in- making it. Yes, and this is taking it and making it your own. This is like truly which is that's like, that's true art in my opinion. It's better yeah. art. I don't know. I like yeah. it more. It's not you can't just do what you. Yeah, well, we talked a lot about with Smash Mouth too because they made like sixty songs. Mm-hmm. And they, but they made them of, Smash Mouth songs though. Sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes they did. Yeah, and sometimes they yeah. were cool for it. And yeah, no doubt was definitely just like more impressive with it. Yeah, for sure. But but no doubt didn't they didn't make all of this like Hey You is very much like let's go back to that real quick. This is this is very much like a sixties. Yeah, yeah, but like there's nothing. Sure you have a sitar in there, but otherwise that is as quintessential 
as you yeah. can as you can possibly get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I can't believe that was a fucking single. Fuck that song. I I like it. Yeah. It's boring. It's boring and simple, but like it's like I wouldn't want to listen to it a lot of times. Yeah. Like Sunday morning has a lot more nuance to it and it has that full buildup, which makes it more listenable and puts yeah. but more of a fish, more of a hook for the fish. Definitely. But um, hey, good album. Yeah, though. good pick. Good pick. This was fun. I had I did not see this coming at all. This was fun. Why did you why did you land on this? I just wanted to it, it was one of the first ones, like along with U2's Joshua Tree oh. and and police's uh nice. I I Regatta de Blanc were were probably my three that I really wanted to pick nice. uh, right off the bat, and and so so this is in your yeah. bag. This is this was definitely one of the first ones in my bag. Nice. No doubt. I, I just started making a bag. No like, doubt. Oh shit! I didn't have a bag. Nice. <laughs> there we go. There it is. I didn't even mean to. I didn't even mean to. Yeah, I didn't have a bag. I, I but I just recently started making one. I have one album on it. And I need oh, it's. More. I think it's more fun collecting the bag than choosing one. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I love. All right, it. all right. Before before we go on, we have to. We gotta pick a song. No, no, no. Well, do we pick the song or do we play the other No Doubt song? Oh, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to. We have to do that. Yeah. Is we it not that I don't remember? What is the name of that song? The waves keep on crashing, baby, for some reason. It's got a. It's got a. Nice, it's, it's hella good. Oh, hella good. Yeah. And it's the basically the intro on Rocksteady, nice. the 2001. Oh, can we album. get the intro into the Hello Good? Yeah, I don't let's know what do the intro is at all. Hey, let's Me do neither. They discovered reverb. This is six years later. Yeah, this is a totally different band at this point. New keyboardist. Also, uh, the, other, the other hit on the album, of course, was underneath it all. Hold on. Yeah, fuck that. Oh my god. Yeah, how much more surface level is this than. Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> It is so yes. so We're, good. We are not doing this album. Hold on, hold the phone here. How many songs does this album have? Fifteen oh, songs. 13, thirteen. Oh, thirteen very, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the underneath it all. Oh, they did an acoustic adjusted girl. <laughs> was that you making the fart noises? No, no, that was on the. Take this pink ribbon off my eyes. I'm exposed. It's no big surprise. Don't you think I know exactly where I stand? This world is forcing me to hold your hand. 
six six years later. Dang, she's just got it. That was it's cool. just she's just got it. Really cool. Okay, so okay, back okay. into the structure here. We got back to pick into a song the tragic here. Kingdom. Tragic right. Kingdom. I mean, to me, there's only one pick. To me, it's got to be Sunday morning. Sunday morning. It's the obvious. Come on. Yeah, it's such so a fucking cool song. It's so cool. I feel like we did. We sat on "Don't Speak for So Long" and we didn't give Sunday morning as much time, but we both were like, "Yo, this is the hit." It's so yeah. good. It is my favorite song. It is easily my favorite song. song. Don't speak's my favorite song, no doubt about it. Uh, Sunday okay. morning is Sunday morning is yeah. This yeah. There's no question here, and uh, but Sunday morning is definitely a, a really really nice track, and it surprised me. And I think anytime where I'm going to get surprised or you know a, an album a song a sound that I've already heard kind of takes sweeps me off my feet a little bit. Yep. I've got to go with that as the favorite definitely. song. So Sunday morning it is for sure. Great. I will add it. Hold on, let me do it right now. Cool. So I don't forget. And other than that, so we're we're moving our schedule to once every other week now. Uh, we were we were kind of you know uh, a little inconsistent <laughs> on our timing anyway, so this works of course, out. Of course. And but now we're gonna officially do once every other week because uh, you know we got busy fucking lives, and uh, you know until we get a bunch of followers and you guys start paying us to do more, we're not. Album's a long that. time. It's all look, we want to give it the respect they deserve. We want to sit on things for a couple of weeks before we do things on exactly. I, I enjoy it a lot more, and I, I enjoy I enjoy some of the bad songs a lot more when we do that. 100%. I, I, yeah, I genuinely think if you would have sat on this more, different people would have been different to you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I seriously, give it a listen. I it's so good. I don't, that's my big takeaway. Not that I would all pick right. it for like the playlist or anything because like Sunday morning shits all over different people, but it's so fun. I remember walking up the subway and hearing that bass line. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, instrumental for sure. Instrumental for sure. You just got to ignore her lyrics and her singing on it. Mostly her lyrics. The lyrics are just... Yeah, I can't ignore the singing. I can ignore the lyrics. The singing the, is just The lyrics is good. the worst on some, It's good on most of the song. It's just some parts. It's like, uh, you just didn't do it right. Like, it's just not... There's something sour about it. <laughs> so All right. So let me vamp into to the next album. So um, Vampire Weekend? No, we're not home. Uh, so I am doing another female singer, which I didn't realize, but uh, not another white female singer. So I'm so sorry for all you f- fans of white female singers. Specifically, but, uh, yeah. The, the reason I chose this was sort of, I don't know, it's kind of random. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but I kind of wanted to go. We Pat went Benatar. 90s and then 80s and then back to 90s. And so I'm like, all right, I kind of want to do something. I want to do something like ultra modern, like the most modern we could do right nice. now. Nice. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm absolutely game for something like that. Fantastic. And, you know, I was kind of playing around. I want to tell a little bit of the story. So I, I went to like hot hits. I was like, maybe we'll do like a new pop star kind of thing. Like we can't do Harry Styles' new album, which I would sure. like to do, but that's too old now. I want to do something released in 2021. And so I was like playing around. I was trying to find oh, people. Oh, wow. Okay. I was trying to like find people I didn't know. And then everything I didn't know, I was like, Jesus, no, I can't. I, I'm, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> so eventually I landed on uh, finding someone, someone that I sort of knew, but had not listened to their album of. So it was released in January of 2021. And we are doing Collapsed in Sunbeams by Arlo Parks. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Arlo Parks, I've heard a couple of songs of. Yes, that's pretty much where I stand as well. And uh, this is her debut album. I knew a couple songs off of it. And I thought this would be a little bit more a vibe. And uh, I think it could be fun to get into. A debut album, a new hot artist. thought it could be kind of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, great choice. I really wanted to get into a into a more... Uh, I didn't want to go back to the 60s and 70s. I wanted to come forward. So Yes, yeah. That's, All right, I know so... what I was feeling too. Collapsed in Sunbeams, 2021 by Arlo Parks. If that's her real name, she's got some really cool parents. Um, the intro song is 55. Yeah, seconds. no, definitely do the do the next one. Do the next one. Okay, we'll, cool. We'll, so we'll I'm end gonna, on I'm the gonna, next gonna, one. So. We're gonna end on well, that. You, thank you. Yeah. Any last words, Mr. James? <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Anyone who has made it this far, I know you only stayed for hella good, and hopefully you stayed for a little bit past this. Uh, please uh, listen more. Uh, we have a website. I no, we don't have a website. We have an email. Oh. Email us at the album crawl Gmail. That's it. That's all we got. Hit us there if you got any recommendations, cool albums, cool songs, cool old retro t-shirts from bands. Let us know. <laughs> We're interested. Or records. That's Jay. Yeah. Hurt. Collapse and sunbeams. Catch you next time on the album crawl. Sticking to me, and I can't quite see my wall.